Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. What is the difference between high value and low value behavior? High value woman behavior will get you respect. It'll make a man feel a lot more, especially healthy, strong, high value men. It'll make them feel a lot more attracted to you. Actually makes most men feel more attracted to you. It scares low value men off, actually low value people any kind of low value person will end up freaking out because it'll trigger all their insecurities and issues that are going on. And it'll be easier to recognize the wrong men faster if you're coming from higher value behavior. And it also makes men see you, especially high value men. It makes them see you as potentially the type of woman that they want to have in their lives forever. And so what's low value behavior, low value behavior, gets disrespect. It makes men feel like you're just like all the other women that are out there because most women and most men are actually coming from low value behavior. It makes a guy feel like you are enemies, like you're against each other. It makes him feel like maybe you're going to use him, like he's not safe around you. Like it makes him feel like you're not really what it is that he's looking for long-term. And it can even instantly make men, good men, run for the hills, right? So most people, whether we do it consciously or subconsciously, we kind of evaluate the different people that are around us. And the more that you kind of climb the ladder of status and value and figuring out yourself and coming from a place where you really believe in yourself and you believe in your value, the easier and faster it is to realize and see people that don't see your value, the people that don't believe in their own value, the people that see you as, as being way out of their league. It's really, really easy the, the longer you stay in a high-value behavior to start recognizing everybody in low-value behavior and decide that you don't want anything to do with them. And so what is high-value and low-value behavior? That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and welcome to my channel. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between high value and low value behavior. So if you're ready to hear what low value behaviors are and what you should be doing instead to come across as much more attractive and interesting and somebody that a guy wants in a long-term committed relationship, and let's get started here. So number one, number one, low value behavior, and actually all of these things uh, can, are usually m- many times are a result of actually number seven. So we're going to be talking about seven of these. And most of these actually come from the result of number seven. So number one is chasing a man or chasing men. And chasing is when you do the majority of work to be with a guy and he is doing less 
than you are. So if, if it's, you know, you have even, and then you have one person's chasing and the other person or the other person's chasing and the other person is, is getting chased. Right. And so you, you don't want to be in a position ever where you are chasing a man, because if you chase him, you'll lose him. You almost definitely lose a guy. If you chase him is, are there exceptions to this rule? Yes. But my job is to make sure that you have the best probability chance that you will get into the relationship that you want to have. And if you want to have more control over your dating and relationship situations, do not chase men. Let them pursue you and chase you at least up into a committed relationship. Once you're in a committed relationship, you can make it a little bit more even, but up to that point, you don't want to chase him because you'll miss all the red flags. You'll, uh, for great good men, you'll end up pushing them out of your life. They'll feel like they are out of your league, right? You don't want them to feel that way. Instead, like I said, you want him to chase you up into a commitment. All right. So number two is fighting with men. So anything where you're trying to prove that you're right, that you're better than him, that he's wrong, any of that kind of stuff is fighting with men. We're just going to categorize all that as fighting with men. So you're proving that you're right, that you're better than him, that he's wrong. You're, you're arguing, you're getting revenge, you're shaming, you're emasculating, you're forcing him to do what it is that you want him to do. We're going to consider all of that type of behavior as fighting. You're fighting with them. And at best, when you do this kind of behavior, you'll, you'll have a painful relationship with a low self-esteem man. That is your best case scenario. If you come into relationships fighting, and it's actually pretty normal, especially in the, this day and age, because a lot of people grow up and their parents are fighting. And so a lot of times what people do or, or their parents fight with them and they, they link, they emotionally link, they anchor this idea of fighting with the idea of love. And so if you grew up in a family where your parents were fighting all the time and that meant love to you, then when you get into relationships in order to try to get that experience of love again, even subconsciously, you will start fighting in order to draw out those emotions and, and get him to show that he likes you and all that kind of stuff. Because in your head, love and fighting are linked together. And this actually happens with a lot of different models that people have when they're growing up and they see their parents doing these different things, their parents walking out on them or abandoning them or whatever, right? They link a lot of times in their minds that this is what love is, or this is what they deserve or whatever, right? And it's usually an unhealthy way to kind of look at things. But at worst, if you start fighting a man, what's going to end up happening is you'll end up pushing every decent man out of your life. So instead, what you want to do is you want to show him that you are on his side. You are someone that he is able to count on, right? You're together on this journey of life. You're someone that he could be with long-term. You're on the same side as each other, fighting your way through life, making it through life, right? Challenges that come up, problems that come up. It's not you versus him, his problem versus your problem, or you're trying to fix him or something. You're looking at the problem as a third party 
and you two are together fighting the problem, not fighting each other. Does that make sense? So don't fight with him. Fight on the same side as him. That's what you want to do. A mentor once said to me, uh, if you're right about something, say nothing. And if you're wrong, admit it quickly and move on. And I think that's really the best kind of advice that you could have. If you are in a situation where you feel like you're right and everything's good and, and he's wrong or whatever, and you get proven right, instead of gloating about it and being a sore winner, instead, just let it go. Right. And if you're wrong, just admit it really quickly and let it go and move on. That's the best way that you can do any kind of uh, argumentative situation like that. And if you're fighting each other, always make sure that you come back together and look at the problem as an external thing. Okay. So number three, number three is proving yourself or proving your value. So this looks like trying to impress him, getting validation from him, sleeping with him to get him to like you more, convincing him that you're right for each other, buying him things to show you to show him just how much that you really love him and prove to him that that you are the most amazing woman that he could be with and you just love him so much and you want to show him so that he will love you back the same degree. You don't want to do that right? Don't do that. Proving yourself only proves that he is out of your league. That's what it does. It doesn't prove, he doesn't see your love when you do that. It's very rare that a guy, it's more of like a, a movie thing. It's like a romantic movie thing where romantic dramas where somebody comes out and the person's not sure about them. And they're like, I love you. Just let me show you all of my love. And I'm going to confess, I'll profess my love to you and buy you things and you're going to show up and there's going to be all these flowers and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't work in the real world. It never works in the real world. So don't do that kind of stuff. Instead, what you want to do is you want to assume your value. You want to assume that you are incredibly valuable, that you are at least as valuable as him, if not more from a standpoint of being just this high value human being and talk from a high value position, believe in your own value, tell high value stories, be the high value woman that you know that you are in your heart. And that is the best. That's the best way to do it. I'm telling you best way. It is the best way. Number four, number four is playing games or manipulating him or men or whatever. Most women do this because they feel like they have to do it in order for a man to like them, or they're trying to get a man to be a certain way with them, right? And it's really about certainty and security, right? They're they're afraid that this guy doesn't really like them enough. And so they start playing games, right? They start dancing around, trying to play some games, you know, manipulating him, learning all the manipulation techniques and being like, you want to be, you know, doing the Jedi mind trick. You want to be with me. You think I'm amazing, right? And, you know, play, whatever. Anyway, the point is, is that you want to remember this. Remember that if you need to do it now, you'll need to keep doing it later. So anything that you need to do right now is something that you almost certainly need to do in order to keep him later. 
And so if you have to act like a dancing monkey right now, right? If you're dancing around, shucking and jiving, trying to keep his, you know, stay entertaining to this guy and all that kind of stuff, you'll have to act like a dancing monkey later on for him to be reattracted to you and stay interested in you and all that kind of stuff. If you have to manipulate him to act a certain way now, you're going to have to manipulate him later in order for him to act that way as well, because most people are people of patterns and habits and whatever patterns and habits they're in right now are patterns and habits that they'll probably be in, in the distant future. And so if you're trying to do something long-term here, like be in a real relationship with a guy, you want to be in a situation where you don't have to play a bunch of games and dance around and do all that kind of stuff in order for him to be with you right now. Because if you do, it's going to be the same thing far into the future. And so you don't want to do that. Instead, if you have a problem with how a man's behaving, what you want to do is you want to talk to him, have some real conversations, set some standards, set boundaries, and only get into healthy situations. And if you're doing things like smothering a man, just pull yourself back and give him some space. And that, that's the healthy way to do things, right? Just allow him, spend time with him. And when you're around him, make him feel amazing when he, you're around him. And then when you have that space where he's not there, he's going to be like, oh, oh, I can't wait to see her again. I have to be back with her. Please, I want to be with you. All right, that's what you want. <laughs> that's, a, that's a healthier way, at least. Number five is committing to a man who's still shopping around. Do not commit to a man who is still shopping around. And so to be fair, just to be completely fair, a lot of men and a lot of women don't understand how modern dating works. And that's one of the reasons why... <laughs> Dating advice is so popular right now because lots and lots and lots of people are having problems with modern dating because all the rules are changing. Things are changing so rapidly right now. And so they often do this. Women often do this. Men often do this, this thing where they commit to somebody who's still shopping around because they just assume that the other person isn't seeing somebody else, right? They really like this person and they project what's going on with themselves onto this other person. And they go, okay, well, if I'm not seeing anybody, they shouldn't want to see anybody either. And we're, we're together on this and we know, right. And if you, but here's the thing, if you jump into the commitment pool and you haven't talked to him about it, you don't know if he's ready or not. Uh, he hasn't decided, he may not have decided that he even wants to get in yet. And it's likely that you're just going to be swimming around this pool by yourself. And you're going to be like, hey, why don't you come on in? Come on into the pool. You know, and he's going to be like, oh, I don't know if I really even want to be in this pool or not. You know, we've had some fun and stuff, but do I want to jump in the pool, change my outfit, jump in the pool, get wet, and then have to dry myself off later? You know, and then he ends up walking away and you're like, swimming in the pool by yourself. And you're like, what just happened? I thought we were, uh, I thought, you know, and you're just confused about the whole thing. And so you don't want to do that. Instead, what you want to do is look at three things or three things that you want to look at. Number one is what is the verbal agreement that you have with a man? And if you don't have a verbal agreement, because all of these things are agreements, right? It's like, 
a relationship is an is an agreement. That's what it is. It's an agreement that you guys are together, committed to get together and committed to making this thing work, thing work, right? Exclusivity is an agreement. Dating is an agreement. Friend with benefits hookup is an agreement. And oftentimes it's just an agreement with one person and the other person's confused because you're not on the same page because you haven't talked about it. It's just a, it's, it's an unspoken agreement. And so you want to bring that to the surface and actually have a conversation about what's going on. And you deserve to know if you've been in a situation for six months, eight months, a year, you deserve to know exactly what's going on because they have proven this over and over again that men know by the six to eight month mark, what kind ultimately 99%. So it's almost completely unanimous. What kind of a relationship they ultimately want to have with the woman that they're seeing. So, and the uh, number two is that you, uh, what are his actions like, right? And so you want his actions and his words to be in alignment. And does he act like he wants a relationship with you or does he act like you're just a, a fling or just a friend or and nothing more than that? And then number three, what is his consistent long-term behavior? And you, you want to look at all three of these things. And if you haven't had one, a lot of times women come to me because they want to skip the first one. They're like, you know, actions speak louder than words, which sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And so they want to look at his actions and say, what does his actions say? But both of them are very important because if a man tells you that he doesn't want a relationship, but he acts like he wants a relationship, just assume that he doesn't want a relationship. Always believe when words and actions are out of alignment, always believe the worst of the two. That is how to make sure you don't, don't get into a bad situation. All right, number six is being in scarcity, also known as having no other options with men. So why is having no other options with men a problem? If you're thirsty, just think about this. If you're thirsty and there's only one place to go and get water from, where will you get water? Even if the water is muddy, even if it's gross, even if it's a, a just a, a puddle and everyone's drinking from it and maybe a bunch of animals are splashing in it, chickens and goats and that three-legged dog down the street that always licks himself in inappropriate places. He's rolling in the puddle or whatever. There's only one place to get the water from. And if you really want the water, if you're thirsty, you're like, oh, I need the water. Where are you going to get the water from? You only have one option. And it's the same thing with men, right? If, you know, what will you do to be with a man when he's the only option that you have and you're attached to him and, and he seems like the right guy and you just feel so amazing and he's the one and all that kind of stuff. What are you going to do? And so what most women will do is they'll end up ignoring red flags. They'll end up chasing him. They'll end up competing with other women. They'll end up trying to prove to him that they are the right woman and be with me, please. Right. And you don't want to do that. Instead, you want to open up your options and you want to have more than one place where you're getting your connection from, where you're getting your 
sense of variety and excitement from where you're getting your validation from all those things. You want to make sure that it's not coming from one place, especially when you're dating, because you'll start ignoring all the red flags and what's going on and all that kind of stuff. And you do not want to do that. You do not want to do that. And then number seven, most important one, I think here is assuming instead of communicating, this is a really low value behavior. Most common, the most common that I see of this problem is actually in differing communication blueprints. In other words, when you have different expectations on how you should connect with each other. I hear this from women all the time. I even saw one in our community about this today. There was a question about it and they're asking about this guy who's texting every day, twice a day. She's getting text messages twice a day, but she's not getting phone calls, right? Or something like that. Or, or uh, you know, he's texting, but, you know, it's been a day and a half since he's texted her, right? And so, uh, you know, you think that he should contact you every single day. And he thinks he should contact you once every three to five days. And you're like, no, this is normal. If a guy likes you, he's going to contact you every day. And maybe you've talked to women that have told you something like that before, but it's not true, right? And everybody's different, men and women both, right? A lot of women don't want to be contacted every single day. And if you do contact them every day as a guy, they will feel turned off and like, you need to go away, right? And for guys, it's the same thing. And a lot of times it's usually, especially in the initial stages, it's the guy contacting the woman. And so she thinks, oh, I want him to contact me every day. And he's like, oh, you know, it's normal to just contact once every three days or five days or whatever. And there's this mismatch. And he doesn't contact her for a few days and she's freaking out the first two days, right? Like, Oh, he doesn't like me. If you, he would know if he was the right man that he should contact me every day and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then he contacts you by day four or five and you either ghost him because you thought he ghosted you and you were, you know, went through this range of emotions and you're on the other side of not even caring anymore by day five. Right. Or, uh, you end up sending him a nasty message, which is what happens with a lot of guys, right? They get nasty messages from women where they're like, yeah, you, you know, it's wrong with you. And you know, right. And it's just like this, it's a nightmare. Right. And like I said, the opposite can happen too, where a lot of women don't want guys to contact them very often. But I, I usually don't hear about that that often because it usually just turns women off when a guy contacts them every day and she only wants them to contact him, you know, like once every three or four days or five days or once a week or whatever. And so most women just assume that he's really needy or whatever and lose interest in him. So anyway, this, this whole thing where assuming instead of communicating can happen in a lot of different situations. So he's quiet, you know, he's really quiet. And so you assume that maybe he's angry or maybe he's weird or something like that, or he's gotten sexual with you. And so he must not respect you. And he's only looking for a hookup and all that kind of stuff. Uh, or, you know, if, 
uh, we're seeing other, um, you know, if we're seeing each other, we're in a relationship, which is something I talked about earlier, or he doesn't call me. So he must be lazy or he must be seeing other people. Or I, you know, I even heard one today where she was like, he must be married, right? Like he's not calling. So he must be married. I mean, it's possible. It is possible, but I mean, that's probably not the number one thing that might be going on there. Or, you know, he should just know, he should just know how he should behave or what he should do or what he should say to me or where he should take me or the texting or the calls or the meeting up or where to go or what to do or anything else, right? This is like the most common. This is what expectations are. These are having expectations around what he should be doing and not communicating with him and just assuming that he's screwed up or messed up or he doesn't like you or he's married or he's seeing other people or whatever because he's not doing what you expect him to do. And in reality, every single woman that any man dates is completely different. She has different expectations. She has different standards. She has different ways that she likes to be communicated with. She might have come from an upbringing that's totally different. He might have come from an upbringing where he had different kinds of models for how he was expected to see women and date women and be with women and show love to women. And so if you don't communicate what it is that's going on with you and what you want and what your standards are, he probably has no idea. And the only way that you're going to find a guy that does is if you just happen to have a guy who has the same communication blueprint or the same expectations or came out of a relationship with a woman who had a lot of characteristics that were very, very similar to yours. And so these things can ruin your relationships. It can destroy your chances with a man and it can make him think that you're a really high maintenance or crazy or something like that. And instead what you should be doing is communicating, getting curious, asking questions and clarifying what's going on so that you're both on the same page. Relationships are about communication. It's about connecting with each other and being on the same side and learning about each other and being curious about each other. And it's two people coming from potentially vastly different value systems, vastly different upbringings coming together. And so there are going to be clashes and how you deal with those clashes and how you communicate or don't communicate or don't deal with those clashes determines whether you get into a relationship where you don't get into a relationship, how long that relationship lasts or whether it all falls apart. And so I'm going to go over the seven again, the types, the seven types of low value behavior again are number one, chasing men, number two, fighting with men, number three, proving yourself or your value, number four, playing games or manipulating men, number five, committing to a man who is still shopping around, number six, being in scarcity or otherwise known as having no other options with men, number seven is assuming instead of communicating and that is it so if you're ready to attract a man who loves you sees you and cherishes you visit the foreverwomanformula.com right now